Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode, I'm going to talk about prints and collecting prints, probably more to the point, and about the concept of print swaps and what is a print swap. So it's an interesting concept. So let's kind of unpack it a little bit and, yeah, let's have a discussion about it. So print swaps, it's a, I suppose that's an idea that's come around and it's been used in a number of different festivals and different things at times where people basically submit an image and the images are printed and then at some point there's a process where people swap the prints whether it's how they do it whether yes it's a negotiation between the two photographers or whether it's a draw where someone puts all the names of the photographers in a hat and they draw them out and interestingly we're going to have a print swap at the upcoming Brisbane Photography Festival so I thought it look good idea to talk about prints and I suppose the value of collecting prints and having a an actual print collection. Now I know for a lot of photographers they do print their images and for some other photographers they don't really print too many of their images at all. So here's an idea of you know just collecting prints and the thing about I suppose about collecting prints it's a bit like other stuff that you collect. When there's something that you love, you know, if it's you know something you're passionate about as a hobby and quite often you'll collect pieces of things that are associated to that hobby because it you know it makes you feel good to have these pieces around you. Similarly, collecting prints and having prints from other photographers in your possession is a is a fantastic way to, I suppose, see the world differently because each of us as photographers have a different spin on how we take photos and how we look at the world and and it's always good to take on board what other people see with their camera so sometimes like I said we see the world in our particular way and other people see the world differently and that will come through in their photographs but there's something unique about prints that isn't kind of I suppose possible to get the feeling sometimes just looking through on a computer screen looking at images you know at our at our office in our lunchroom we have a nice big long wall which is actually covered in prints and some, some of those prints on the wall, aren't they aren't all my prints. There's prints there that I have actually got through the means of print swaps where I've actually submitted a print and been swapped with another photographer. So I've ended up with another photographer's piece of work on the wall, which is really interesting because, you know, amongst my prints are these other prints that are kind of very, very different, which is great because it just gives me, a, I suppose, sometimes a another way to look at things or another point of view how other people see the world and whether or not some of those elements could be, you know, that I might find useful to incorporate in my photography at some stage or incorporate into certain photos. So I think, like I said, there's there's something comforting about looking at prints on a wall. I just think the, I don't know, it's it's different to looking at it on a screen. And one of the things, I suppose, I suppose the big thing is, the big difference is that if you're looking at a print on the screen, it's being lit from behind. So the light's coming through the back of the screen, through the print, onto your eyes. When you're looking at a print on the wall, you're looking at it, it's been lit from the f- light is falling on the print, and that's what you're seeing. So it gives it a totally new, different look. And like at different times of the day, and as the light changes in the room, the print can also change. So it's kind of like whereas if you've got it on a computer screen and you're watching it, it just stays constant. It's always going to look um, the same, and I think that's one of the one of the things I think of just having a a printed image 
on display somewhere that you can just walk past and look at the different times of the day and you know just look at different aspects and sometimes you'll just hone in on one or two aspects of that image that really are highlighted by the different changing light in the room during the day is really interesting and like I said so sometimes I see stuff in other people's work that I previously had missed like different times of day I'll look at that and I go oh I really like that what they've done there um, type of thing so it's interesting to like I said just have them in where you are so if you haven't already, you know, started to do some printing and you, or you maybe do have some prints but you've got them in a cupboard or in a folder or somewhere, maybe it's time to get, you know, to go to one of your local places where you can buy frames. And the frames don't have to be expensive. You can buy cheap frames, just, you know, something that needs to be able to hold the photo and be able to hang it on the wall. You don't need to spend a fortune on framing. And a lot of people like might have access to go to somewhere like Ikea who have a fantastic, you know, range of frames or... One of the you know office supply places they have like a cheap plastic type frames which are perfect for the um, process. Which basically you now lunchroom that's all I've used. I've used a cheap kind of plastic framed product which is basically allows us to display some A3 and some A4 images on the wall. And again, it's just like a set of means to to get those images from. You know, a lot of those images lived in a in a folder where we had printed them for various different things and they'd been used and put up at different times. And I had, you know, prints there from um, things that I'd submitted to competitions and exhibitions that um, when I got them back, they'd just gone into a kind of a box of prints and they just sat there and I thought, it's crazy, should get these prints out, should go through them. And the great thing about it is you can mix it up. So basically, you know, you, you might have limited amount of space where you can hang the prints on the wall. So you can actually, you know, cycle them through where you change the prints from time to time. So it's not always the same prints up there. So just think about that, like printing a bunch of your photos and just basically putting them up on the wall somewhere. And you know, if you've got, a, if you're lucky enough to have a space too, where somewhere where everyone can see them and enjoy them, that's fantastic as well. And like I said, it does really change the way you look at photos once you start really, I suppose, looking at prints and actually looking at all the little details. Because sometimes, like I said, there's things that you'll notice in the print that you never noticed on the screen. And I've definitely kind of picked up stuff in, in prints that I you know, previously had missed. So it's a fantastic way, again, to, to review that photo and to learn more about that image. So the idea of the print swap. So I wanted to kind of, you know, dedicate a little bit of this episode to the idea of the print swap and open it up to the fact that the... Print Swap is going to be happening at the Brisbane Photography Festival, which is the 9th to the 18th of June here in Australia. It's in Brisbane. And we can actually, I suppose, you know, don't have to limit it to people who are living in Brisbane who may want to enter a print into the Print Swap, where we could actually, you know, if someone can send us a digital file from somewhere in Australia, and, um, you know, as long as they're prepared to get the print or get the file to us, and then once it's printed, and again, there, there will be potentially some costs and stuff in that, but once it's printed then and you swap it and you live in another state, then obviously you'd have to be kind of, I suppose, up for the cost of mailing it to you. So, But that's up to people to decide whether it's worthwhile entering a print into the you know, the photography's uh, print swap for the chance for you to pick up a print from another photographer who, like I said, might have something or might shoot something completely different to you and it might just give you a whole new understanding of how another photographer goes about capturing the world with their camera. 
So anyone who kind of, I suppose, wants to find out information about the, the print swap, they can email at info at brisbanephotographyfestival.au and that will basically get an email to us and then you can say, hey, I'm interested in this print swap thing. What do I need to do? And we can probably send you some details. So, But I'll put that in the show notes. We'll have that, that email address in the show notes as well so you can have a look at that. So like I said, it was when I, I, I was first introduced to a print swap by a photographer called Darren Jew and Darren was running a, I suppose, a weekend called um, Photo Aid and it was originally, I suppose, it was designed to help um, raise some money for uh, bushfire victims but also get I suppose photographers to be able to sit down and listen to photojournalists about who'd been capturing the bushfires so you had a number of photojournalists who'd been actually capturing images for the bushfires so learning about the photos they took why they took the photos what photos they didn't take um, and, and the techniques they employed to to get those photos but as a part of that weekend um, there was a print swap where you could submit an image and the image was printed and it was put on display and at the end of the um, weekend each of the prints were actually put into a all the names were put into a hat basically and then two names were drawn out at a time and so basically people were swapping prints so basically you've you got the other photographer's print and they got your print and like I said it was a fantastic way to build up a kind of I suppose a um, collection of prints and like I said and I've done I've done this previously with a photographer I connected to in the US who followed me for a long long time and had liked a couple of my shots like they said they reached out to me through social media and said hey I really like this shot or that shot I'd love to have a copy um, how could we go about doing that and then I would say well okay there's a couple of shots you've I've seen of yours that I quite like how do you feel about swapping so basically we went around the process of both printing those images out and then packaging them up and then I sent my image to images to the US and they sent their images back to me in Australia and I've got those images hanging on the wall and you know, I would probably think the other photographer has them somewhere around their place as well. But like I said, it was great to get another person's work to just kind of, I suppose, understand and, and study it. And sometimes it's great when you hear the backstory of when the photographer shares the backstory of that print and how they actually captured that print. And quite often, the prints that you kind of print usually have a connection. So when you print, you know, when you do commit something to print, it's not just a random photo that you just took, walking down the street, just snapped a picture of, a, of, of, of something and said, I'm just taking this picture because it's just random and I want to print it. It's usually, once you print something, it usually has some type of meaning. It usually has some type of depth to it. It's usually means something you know there's a there's a reason behind it so quite often you know this is what happens and so I went about I got another opportunity again to do another print swap where I actually submitted an image and was able to get another photographer's print and just recently I entered um there was a, a new photography club had started and on the launch night they actually invited people to basically submit an image which they're going to print and they had these so they did like a mini exhibition so people had these images up on the wall just kind of introducing, but it was great that people could see other people's work. People could buy those images if they wished, or they could um, retain those images. It was entirely up to them. But and then just more recently, another through that same venue, um, they've run a number of, I suppose, um, events there where they've actually now 
you know, reached out to people and say, hey, photos that you've captured here, um, we'd like to print some of them and just display them around the venue just to, you know, obviously help promote yourself so people can see your work and just give yourself a new audience. Because like I said, it's, you know, your current audience with photography is typically on social media, but sometimes thinking about having prints up in different public locations gives people an opportunity to see your work in a completely different way. Like I said, you know, earlier that on the screen, it's being lit from behind, but when you're looking at it from when it's printed on photographic paper, that it's being lit from the front. So it's kind of does give a completely different look to it. So I think that's, um, like I said, that to me is some of the appeal of a print that does have that different feel, that has that different look. And look, at something like if it's in a frame, you can pick it up and hold it. It's something tangible. It's it's kind of real. It's tactile. You've got that all those other senses of just, you know, looking at the image that you're actually physically holding something rather than something that's just been displayed on a screen. So that's why I was keen to kind of have, I suppose, within the photography festival is to have a print swap part of it that, I didn't want to just stop there at Prince as you know, as Prince Wap. The other thing which we've opened the festival up is we're doing a digital some digital exhibitions where people can have images displayed on monitor and that could be playing throughout the festival and that's fantastic. But I've also invited people to submit up to six of the um, prints, like four by six prints, and we're going to put them in photo albums. And what we'll do at the front of the photo album, we'll have a we'll have a list of the the photographers, and then we'll put a, a number on each page. So you better go and say on page six, it's John Smith's photography, and you better see John's photos there, or Mary Smith, or whoever it is. And basically, the idea is that we're hoping to get a number of people to send us four by six images to put into photo albums that we distribute around at the festival in the festival hub, and just like coffee table books where people can just you know when they're Sitting there, they've got a spare moment. They can pick up on the photo albums. The idea is that people can flick through those photo albums. They can see who the photographer is. They can look at the front and go, yeah, that's uh, Mary Smith's pictures on page eight and nine and just have a look at those pictures and, um, you know, again, just get a different appreciation for photography and try to pull it back, make it more analog. And I think that's the idea of that experience is, is to give people a photography analog experience where they're actually looking now at people's work, but they're not looking at it on Facebook, they're not looking at it on Instagram, they're actually looking at it in the real world as a real tactile, real thing, a real photograph. So, and again, look, people in Australia, definitely we're, we're keen for people to reach out, even if, like I said, you're not in Brisbane and you're maybe not even going to be able to make it to the festival during that 9th to 18th period, but we you could be there in, in the form of having some of your prints there that other people could share and enjoy. And like I said, be able to flick through those books. And again, it's just something that I came up with, an idea I came up with thinking, I want to add some extra things that are kind of happening throughout the festival that people can can engage in different ways with photographs and engage with photography. And like I said, I like the idea of that, you know, peeling it back and kind of rolling it back and making it simple where you don't need any software. You don't need any. You don't need any battery power. You don't need anything to be able to pick the photo album up and be able to look at those those images in the in those um, photo albums. They're purely again, it's an analog experience where basically you know you can't zoom in on the photo. You've got to really you know get down close and have a look if you want to get the details. Again, it's kind of like I said, just to give a completely different feel and a completely different experience to the viewer. 
And hopefully people will go away with a new appreciation of the printed photo. And I think if we wind the clock back, whenever photography, all the years ago when photography was kind of done through analog means, like the only way to really display a picture was to print it, unless it was a transparency. And then, you know, you had a slide that you have to project onto a screen to be able to see. So you needed some equipment. But, but a photograph was really easy because you could just hand someone a photograph and they can just have a look at it. And the process used to be, you know, that you'd go and expose a roll of film and you'd go and get it printed and you have these prints and then quite often people would go back and get reprints because they wanted to share prints, give them to friends or relatives or whatever. But again, you had this tactile, you had this real thing, you had this print, you had this thing that you could hold, this thing you can see. And I think what's happened with digital photography is that the world to a large degree has fallen out of love of prints where prints were the stock in trade for photography like you know houses had photo countless photo albums or, or shoe boxes full of photos people could flick through them and they had these things to to basically hold and look at i think the some of like i said some of the that has been lost through the digital age where we no longer kind of reach you know for a printed photo we reach for reach for a screen and again just trying to give yourself a different experience and I'm you know just saying to people look if you haven't done it for a while just go and print a bunch of your photos that you love and just scatter them around the house like I mean these days too like you can go to some of these you know places like office works and the various different stores like that that have the photo booths there where you can go in and you take your USB and you can basically you know for 10 or 15 cents a print whatever it is you can print a four by six image and you can just go and print, you know, like a, you could print like a 100 images, you know, scatter them around the house, put them on the fridge, find a blank wall somewhere, got a whiteboard and those little magnets. Great way of doing it. And I'll give you a tip because this is a this is a technique for, I suppose, for viewing, temporarily putting photos on the wall if you want to, um, and you don't want to like glue tack the photo on the wall because glue tack can be difficult to get off paper. If you go to like a hardware store and buy yourself some like um, metal washers, typically they're called body washers or mudguard washers. They're kind of a bigger washer with a small hole, so they're quite a lot of metal to them. If you buy a pack of those and get some glue tack, put some glue tack on the back of the washer and then push that onto the wall, which will be easy to get off. Uh, other than, like I said, glue tack can be a bit kind of temperamental when it gets stuck on the back of the of paper. And then you can buy from, again, from places like, office works and those different things little magnetic little magnets that are used to hold stuff to whiteboards so quite often you know putting your your invoices or paperwork or reminders and stuff on your whiteboard you have these little magnetic pieces that basically will stick and again using this technique you can actually now like put these washers on the wall using the glue tack and glue tack usually removes fairly well from paint surfaces pretty well and then you simply just use a magnet then to hold the photo and when you take the, the photo away, there's absolutely no damage and there's no residue, there's no nothing on the photo. So it's just a very simple technique to be able to kind of temporarily display photos and just using that, like I said, some glue tack, some washers and some magnets. And again, it's just something, again, if you're going to kind of enjoy, start kind of trying to enjoy prints, you need to be able to put them up somehow. And quite often it might be, like I said, just a, something where it's just temporary i mean obviously if you want to put them on the fridge i mean that's what people will do they'll use fridge magnets and different things to hold things in place so it's just kind of a 
a little bit of a variation on the theme, but again, it works really well. And it's used in quite a lot of places where they do temporary, like a temporary photo exhibition. They'll do that. They'll use that technique because it's very quick and easy to do and it's very effective. So again, something to go and just investigate. If you do want to go and print some photos and you do want to kind of put them up around the place and you want to find a way of, of kind of securing them to the wall, but not in a, in a, you know, in a semi permanent way that's easily removable and yeah so because you might be renting or you might be again it might just be something you want to do for a short time and that technique will basically you could stick that on onto kind of any surface you know any flat surface you could yeah stick the washer to a window and then put the photograph on that or whatever so again yeah just have a play with it just just an idea basically to another way to basically display display your your images the other way too like i mean the other technique is that some people use and again it's quite cool as being a a temporary one is that's kind of like you know stringing up a piece of fishing line or putting up a piece of string or something and then just using like wooden clothes pegs to hold the prints onto the thing people do this quite often with their christmas cards although christmas cards you know become a thing of the past i think not that many people exchange christmas cards but back in the day people would you'd go into people's houses and they'd have these reams of Christmas cards that people had sent and they'd have them hung around the house in various different uh, methods that they would you know, employ, whether it be a piece of string or fishing line or some other method where they'd basically put them on display. No reason you couldn't use that same technique to display some temporarily, you know, display some photos because sometimes you can get you can get a you know, piece of string between two points, there's two fixed points, whether it be, you know, some a couple of hooks on the wall that are permanently there or, or some other fitting on the wall that you can attach a, a string or a fishing line to and then use like i said and i think using if you're just going to wear if you're just going to hang bare prints sometimes just using something like using like wooden pegs which are still easily to buy you can go to your hardware shop or you can go to your supermarket and you can typically find bags of wooden pegs and they're quite cheap and they work quite effectively but again just another way because it looks kind of i think it just looks very it looks organic, like because the timber's natural, and I think it just looks great. I mean, I'd probably, you know, you could use plastic pegs, and that if that was something that you wanted to do, and you wanted to, you know, use some bright color, or that's fine. But I think I do like the idea of just using, you know, something wood. I always think I don't know why, but I, I always think like wood is like analog. Yeah, you know, it's been around for such a long time. It's just, you know, we make things out of wood, and yeah, to me, it's kind of like fits the whole analog era of prints and film and all that type of stuff so again everyone will have their own thoughts on that but that's just my my uh my two cents worth in that in that respect so in this episode of focus been talking about you know print swaps printing images again the opportunity coming up in the brisbane photography festival in um, the 9th to the 80th of june in brisbane and again like people don't have to be based in brisbane and they don't even have to be visiting the festival for them to even be able to participate in some of the programs we got like the the print swap program the things like the um, photo albums around the the venue uh, where people can submit like up to um, six four by six prints or the other way they can do it also we're accepting digital files to be displayed on a screen which we're accepting up to 10 digital files and again like if you want to express some type of interest in that by all means just email us at info at brisbanephotographyfestival.au and again i'll put that in the show notes as i said before but just so you can basically just try something different maybe you haven't ever 
swap prints of anyone or maybe very rarely print stuff but maybe this is a maybe this will get you on on the road doing something a little bit different um to how you normally i suppose manage your photography so yeah look, i hope this has got you thinking about maybe displaying your photographs in a different way maybe sharing your photographs in a different way like sharing them with a completely different audience and again the the feedback is going to be somewhat delayed because obviously it's not going to be like where someone can just go on Instagram and they can just like comment straight away and instantly you know that person's seen that photo. This is like I said is they might bump into you at some point and said, oh, I saw some of your prints at such and such. I really liked them. Or, or they may reach out to you afterwards because we're going to include at the front of that album people's social media um, contacts. So people can, if they enjoy looking at those photographs, they can just maybe send a message to the photographer to say, hey, I really enjoyed seeing those images. So look, until next time, enjoy your photography. Always kind of keep an open mind. Always think about maybe what else you can do with your photography and don't kind of, I suppose, pigeonhole yourself too much where you're just going to do one thing. Think about that maybe, you know, you can go off and um, just do something different. Anyway, until next time, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. See ya.